Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD, iHeartRadio, wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing that. Tell your friends about us and rate us weekly. This is 1131B, and we appreciate your downloading us wherever you got us from, whether it was iHeart or Apple or Radio MD, our favorite. We, of course, are sponsored, as usual, by Life's First Naturals, the makers of bovine colostrum, as well as TrueBiotics. You can go to their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com, lifesfirstnaturals, with an S, dot com, to find the randomized control trials that show their benefits in specific situations, such as bovine colostrum's benefit for those who take non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, whether ibuprofen or baby aspirin, and decrease the risk of the leaky gut and bloating and other GI symptoms from that. Um, Today's guest is someone involved with Rutgers Gardens and Campus Stewardship. She is, in fact, the director of that, Lauren Erickson. She's been doing this at Rutgers for, well, we'll find out how many years. Um, She holds a Ph.D. in nutritional sciences from Rutgers, as well as a... Um, B.S. degree in environmental sciences from Stockton University. Um, Lauren, thank you very much for coming on. And by the way, you can find out more about the program at rutgersgardens.rutgers.edu. Rutgersgardens, I think it's .rutgers.edu. Lauren, thank you very much. How long have you been doing this? It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So I have been the director of Rutgers Gardens and Campus Stewardship for about a year here at the School of Environmental and Biological Sciences at Rutgers University. And tell me what that involves. Is it the undergraduate as well as the graduate campuses? Is it everything? Um, And uh, how busy you must be? So uh, to answer the last part of the question first, uh, quite busy, even in the winter, you would be surprised. But what I oversee is primarily Rutgers Gardens, which is the botanic garden of Rutgers University. We're affiliated with the Cook Campus based in New Brunswick, and we welcome undergraduate and graduate students to participate in our programs. And we're also open to members of the public. And in... In this uh, process, um, tell me about Rutgers Gardens. By the way, I'm in I'm in Cleveland at the Cleveland Clinic, but right near where we are are the um, Cleveland Botanical Gardens, which are magnificent. And I must tell you that the Cleveland Clinic uh, spends an awful lot of money in maintaining a campus-like atmosphere for uh, patients and caregivers um, on all of our campuses, but on our main campus, and I'm at the Lindhurst campus, which is 115 acres, 17 of which is nature preserve. So I understand some of what you must be involved in doing. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. I hope to visit at some point if I find myself in the area. 
So at Rutgers Gardens, we have about 180 acres is as a part of our grounds, and that includes manicured display gardens that we maintain for educational and display purposes. It also includes natural areas such as our 70-acre woodland, Hellier Woods, and it also includes a student-run organic farm that we operate here on campus. So we're growing food that we have available at a weekly farmer's market here on site, and we also contribute fresh produce to the Rutgers student food pantry. So we're increasing students' access to fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, fantastic. Um, And so tell me a little more about how the program started. Um, Did you start it or you've only, you've been doing this as a director for one year, but I know you've been doing it for longer than that. Um, So tell us about it. Sure. So I've been here at the gardens, at Rutgers Gardens, for only a year. I've been with the university for about seven years. Prior to coming here to Rutgers Gardens, I was with Rutgers Cooperative Extension, the main purpose of which is to take a lot of the research and information generated within the university and bring it out to the community. So all across the state of New Jersey, uh, my primary area of focus was on food, nutrition, and health. So I'm really excited to kind of link some of that into the work that I'm doing here at the Botanic Gardens because I think there is huge potential to connect what we're doing with plants to the health and well-being of people on many, many levels that I hope we'll get a chance to talk about a little bit today. But Rutgers Gardens itself has a long and storied history. They actually celebrated a centennial in 2016 as the first piece of the land that is now Rutgers Gardens came to Rutgers University in 1916. So it started as a research site that was investigating best practices for different types of fruits and vegetables. And over the years, it actually evolved in part in response to the suburbanization of New Jersey and the eastern United States. And with that suburbanization came increased interest in the landscape and nursery trade. And so Rutgers Gardens was actually a place where many of our common landscape plants were trialed and demonstrated to first landscape professionals and then to homeowners. And that segued into us turning into a publicly available botanic garden. And when you say publicly available, it can um, citizens also grow their own uh, products, either citizen gardens, or is it limited to the student gardens and the citizens get to see and learn from the students? So we don't have a citizen garden or a community garden at this time, but we do welcome volunteers. So we have Rutgers Garden staff and university students who are doing the primary work here on the grounds, but we really couldn't accomplish what we do without dedicated volunteers. And we have some regular volunteers who participate with us on an an almost weekly or multiple day per week basis. And then we have some volunteers who might come once as part of a larger group that includes students and youth, as well as adults from our community. So that's really the best way that the public is able to get involved with the hands-on approach. So they help us with anything from harvesting carrots to pulling out invasive species that we want to remove from the gardens um, to spreading mulch for aesthetic and soil conservation purposes. 
And then we're also open to the public to come as visitors six days a week. So we're closed on Monday, but Tuesday through Saturday, we're open for the public to come and enjoy. Tell us more about the nutritional program that you also have and how this feeds into that. I I didn't mean feeds as a pun. <laughs> we'll but take how it. it feeds into it. <laughs> so the the primary food production on site is happening through our Rutgers Gardens student farm. And as I mentioned, we're growing fresh produce that's ending up at the farmer's market and the food pantry here on campus. And we're in the early stages of developing a partnership with the Rutgers University Department of Nutritional Sciences, who's going to be helping us develop healthy recipes for a lot of the produce that we're growing so that we can make these recipes available to farmer's market shoppers and visitors to help people learn about new kinds of produce and then also learn what to do with it, how they can really cook or prepare this produce to bring out the fantastic, fresh, local flavors that we have to offer. I know from my work in the nutrition field that many people fall short of meeting the intake levels that are recommended for fresh fruits and vegetables. So we're really interested in reducing barriers to getting that healthy food into people. So anything that we can do to help make that food more available and accessible, we're really interested in incorporating into our work. How much of the food on the local Rutgers campus do you provide, and how much? And how do they? In other words, and they must supplement it obviously by local growers, since New Jersey is a is a farming state as well. How much do you get from the local farmers as well? So you're correct. We are the garden state here in New Jersey. And so the the produce that we're growing here is not feeding directly into the food establishments that are feeding students, say, in the dining halls, for example, on the university campus. At least not yet. Maybe down the road we'll have a presence there. But right now, from our growing season, which runs essentially from the middle of May through really early December, we're providing almost all, if not 100%, of the fresh produce that is made available to the students at the Rutgers Student Food Pantry. And we're also at our weekly farmer's market. We were one of just two farmers who are participating this year. So providing about 50% of the produce going to our farmer's market customers coming from right here at the student farm on the grounds of Rutgers Gardens where the market's held. And do the students staff that market as well to learn more about it? They do. So they're really getting a great experience starting with planting and planting seeds in the beginning of the year, growing that those vegetables to the time they're harvested, and then they're responsible for setting up the market stand, marketing the produce, working with the customers, and actually selling that produce. And so they're really getting a great breadth of experience in what they're doing. We also just this year started to accept Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program or SNAP benefits at the farmer's market. So that's really going a long way towards increasing the affordability of our produce for community members. We have a program where we can double the value of SNAP for customers who are shopping with those benefits so that for every dollar they spend in SNAP benefits, we're able to give them another dollar worth 
worth of fresh produce at the farmer's market. So again, it's really going a long way towards increasing healthy food access. And the students are learning about and helping to implement that program as well. That sounds wonderful. We're talking with Lauren Erickson, who's the director of the Rutgers Gardens and Campus Stewardship at Rutgers University. Um, to learn more, rutgersgardens.rutgers.edu. And this is 1131B of You, the Owner's Manual Radio podcast. So tell me more about the campus stewardship. Um, what does that involve and how much, in, in, how much is non-nutrition? That is the change in, in the, if you will, the, the general layout of the campus or of the uh, plants on the campus. So the, the campus stewardship aspect is a fairly new and evolving part of my position here at the university. But this is primarily coming from the ecological standpoint. So when we think about how we interact with and how we develop our landscapes on campus, we really want to do so in a way that is you know, aesthetic and beautiful, but has a primary focus also on the ecology. So that's the stewardship piece, thinking about sustainability in our landscapes. So that includes thinking about gardens that include native plant species, that incorporate soil conservation methods and different approaches that our faculty researchers at the university are really you know, studying and learning as these are best practices. We can put them in place on campus. One of the primary ways that we have been been and hopefully will plan to continue doing um, going forward as we evolve this part of my role is through a series of gardens on campus that are essentially teaching gardens or living laboratories where our students get to engage in these hands-on ecological garden practices and really learn firsthand how to implement some of these practices on campus that they can then apply either to their own homes or to businesses or nonprofit settings or to something like the Cleveland Clinic campus should they end up working in a situation like that. What is your, tell me your 10-year dream for the, the projects, if you will, for your projects. So we probably don't have time to talk about the full scope of the vision, so I will share this with you. I think that Rutgers Gardens really has the potential to showcase the best of the university from a horticulture and agriculture standpoint. I mentioned that you know, early on in its um, iteration of Rutgers Gardens, there was a lot of botanical research that was done here. Well, Rutgers has been studying agricultural practices and plant species and developing fruit and vegetable varieties for many, many years. And I would love to see us really able to highlight that here at Rutgers Gardens together with featuring many of our New Jersey or mid-Atlantic coastal plant species to really showcase how we can bring together our food production plants and our native plants that benefit the ecosystem in a way that supports the benefit of both. And what we get from that is a really important connection of human health and ecological health. Um, and I want to thank you for both sharing the vision and for doing such important work, obviously making this a model for other campuses, 
can really drive change in across the world as well as obviously in the United States. So thank you for doing this, Lauren. And uh, I look forward to uh, hosting you if you come out to Cleveland. And um, thank you for being such a great steward. We've been talking with Lauren Erickson, the Director of Rutgers Gardens and Campus Stewardship from Rutgers University. RutgersGardens.Rutgers.edu is how you would get in touch with her. Getting in touch with our sponsors, LifeFirstNaturals.com and GreatAgeReboot.com for the Reboot Your Age app. And you'll see the importance of healthy fruits and vegetables those nine-a-day fistfuls that we like you to have. Um, thanks to Caitlin for engineering, but most importantly, thank you, our listeners, for downloading us. Do tell your friends about us. 50,000 of you a week can't all be wrong, so thanks very much. I'm sure most of you are right, and thank you. By the by way, just email me at info at greatagereboot.com or questions at greatagereboot to tell me of guests you'd like to have on the show. Thanks again, Lauren. We'll be back next week.